everyone, my name is Sabra Capoli and I'm the owner and founder of Hoof Falls and Footfalls. And today I'm actually doing a remote interview with a fellow instructor in the equine assisted activities and therapies industry. So today we have Stephanie here with us and um, Stephanie, why don't you introduce yourself? Yeah, uh, Sabra, thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be here. I'm Stephanie Victoria Zabala. I am the Director of Organizational Development at the McCormick Research Institute, which is a PATH International Premier Credit Center in St. Cloud, Florida. Awesome. And so you've been in Florida, but what, what other states have you also been in in the industry? Yeah, I started at a center in Iowa and was there for about six years and then moved to Colorado where I worked for a variety of different centers for the last 10 years. And Florida is a new place for me. I just moved here the day before Thanksgiving in 2019. So for about four or five months now and I've been with McCormick for about three months. So uh, kind of finishing up my work around the country and getting <laughs> to see a lot of cool programs along the way. Right. That's awesome. So how did you even get started in equine assisted activities and therapies? How did you find out about this whole industry? Someone from a center in Iowa did a presentation at my middle school about uh, the Center Miracles in Motion and I decided that I wanted to volunteer there and so my mom dropped me off and I, that was my entire life, all through high school. So started there when I was 14, spent six years there as a volunteer, did all the different volunteer roles, and worked up to being their barn and property manager, and actually got to live on site, uh, which was the dream job when I was 18, got to live and take care of all the ponies there. And then they supported me through completing my instructor certification in 2009. That's awesome. Yeah. So, you, so you started as a volunteer, because I think a lot of instructors start as volunteers I, I know I did and I, I think that's kind of an invaluable place to start because you you know what it's like on that end it really is it's so much um, you learn so much as a volunteer when you first get started then learn all the different teaching techniques that they teach you when you're a sidewalker and you learn a lot of horse handling skills too and it's the longest job interview of your life this industry I swear you're always on a job interview and it starts yeah. when you're first volunteering at a place so yep. if you Agreed. want to go yeah. work at a center, go volunteer there. Yeah. <laughs> they will hire you eventually. <laughs> See, those of you that have asked me about how do you get in the industry, I tell you, volunteering. Volunteer. See, Stephanie will back me up on that. <laughs> yes, I hire exclusively from my volunteer base. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what kind of certifications do you have? You actually have um, one that's not quite as common. Um, so what ones do you have? Uh, yeah, so I have my PATH International Advanced Therapeutic Riding Instructor Certification with the new CTRI designation. Then I have my ESMHL, and then the oddball is the Interactive Vaulting Instructor Certification because we don't all want to sit on our horses. Right. Sometimes backflips are needed. <laughs> <laughs> so what order, then, what order did you get those in? Um, I got the Registered Instructor, now the CTRI. Then I got my... ESMHL and vaulting in the same year and then got my advanced about two years ago. Okay. And I'm also a PATH mentor and accreditation site visitor. So yes. Kind of fell sprinkled in there too. Right. That's awesome. So you've had a chance to work at a bunch of different centers, a bunch of different states. What kind of looking back throughout your, your career so far, because I know you're still going in the industry and hopefully in it for many years, what's probably been one of the most rewarding things about working in 
equine assisted activities and therapies? That's such a hard one. Like, can I say everything? <laughs> um, it's also rewarding. If I had to pick one like true love, um, I would say that it's mentoring instructors. And I hope that each instructor that I have worked with knows that they have been my pride and joy through this entire um, journey through the industry. And so I love mentoring them towards their first certification or to go on to using and applying their new skills. Um, and then my biggest joys come from seeing those instructors go on to be successful with their own participants. That's awesome. Yeah. Is there a, <clears throat> excuse me, is there a certain, um, you know, type of class, whether it's um, equine assisted learning or vaulting or therapeutic horsemanship, is there kind of a, a class that's like your niche that is like your favorite to teach? I love teaching adults with physical disabilities and teaching them how to use the framework of the horse to help redevelop or strengthen the framework of their own body um, okay. and getting to troubleshoot together of how we can still be mobile and active even though off the horse might have those limitations. Right that's awesome that's really cool and then so we talked about the good about you know what do you enjoy what would be like a major challenge that you've overcome that you could maybe share a little bit about maybe encourage some other instructors and and help them with that um, agreeing on the correct way to spell lunging. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. Yeah, definitely oh, that one. No. <laughs> we won't even try and see which camp we fall into. <laughs> There's only one correct correct answer, it's L-U-N-G-I-N-G. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry, no, interview over it. No, just kidding. <laughs> okay, yeah, you can stop it right now. <laughs> Oh, we can agree to disagree. Yeah. <laughs> it's a challenge. We overcame it. That's funny. Okay. Um, seriously, I think biggest challenge is probably what we experience uh, as an industry as a whole on being able to prove that the activities and services that we provide are, are valid ah. and being able to overcome that challenge of measuring the efficacy of our program so that we can play in all of the same leagues of other therapy organizations or adaptive recreation. Um, and so the only way we can keep doing that is push for more research and then keep documenting in our own programs what we're doing. And so we can see those measurable successes that we know are happening. Mm -hmm. We need to be able to see them on the global scale. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, global scale, working together, collaboration, coming together to use common, common methods. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. definitely. Awesome. Um, so one of the reasons, well, one, we were both kind of a little slowed down because of the whole quarantine time right now that we're recording this in. Um, so I'm wanting to do an interview with you, but also during this time, you have started up a really cool project. And so that is something that I have been um, wanting to have you share and, and just share with other instructors. So can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, so through all of this, um, about three and a half weeks ago, we created the Virtual Education Co-op, and that came as a result of feeling overwhelmed and seeing others overwhelmed about the task of educating their participants mm. virtually. We've only, in this industry, done this as an in-person thing with our participants, so definitely a new territory uh, for everybody, including myself. And I had some experience developing online education. And so figured if a few of us put our heads together on it, we could come up with a few activities that would support centers in being able to 
deliver their online education. And so what the co-op has created is a platform of lesson plans and activities and skill, ways to learn skills and practice skills about horses. And it's all delivered through a website or through a learning management system. And then we've grown astronomically. So mm -hmm. it was me and a few people that I invited initially one day. And now three weeks later, there's 500 people in the Facebook group and probably 100 really active people working to create content so that centers have access to lesson plans and activities to provide to their um, participants. Yeah, that's awesome. And it's not just in the U.S. You've got some international Correct. participants as yes. well, right? We do. Um, yes. So there are some contributing members from from China, from Spain, from Puerto Rico, um, and Australia most recently. That's so all good. Yeah, seeing some widespread use of it. And we offer regular meetings so that we all come together a few times a week and support each other and keep working on activities together. Very neat. So how do instructors or how do centers um, kind of get involved and how can they not only benefit from it, but also um, help contribute and help this grow? Yeah, we have new members joining all the time and definitely encourage it. Uh, we have a mindset of take what you need and contribute what you can. So you can join and use the activities even if you don't feel like you have the resources mm -hmm. to contribute something. Um, but I promise that once you get in there, you'll find an idea that turns into an activity. And that's been really fun with it of people getting started saying, I have no idea what to do with it yeah. or how to contribute. I'm like, give it time. You will have this epiphany that's going to totally change how we deliver um, an activity. And so every meeting that we have, I always wonder what the co-op is going to look like when we're done with that meeting. Um, <laughs> we, we always go in so many different directions and it's been this really evolving thing. So people can get involved. You can join our Facebook group or check out the education site at virtualeducationcoop.com. If you have, need resources for your center, there's a variety of activities and full lesson plans that you can use to deliver uh, your virtual lessons. Mm -hmm. And then we offer regular coaching meetings where we go through how to implement each activity in your center, as well as learning some new technology tools so that everyone in the co-op walks away with new skills that they can implement then um, later on down the road. That's awesome. And um, so is this something, because I know it's kind of virtual right now due to the situation we're in while we're recording this interview, but is this going to be something that you see continuing on after this whole quarantine time is over? Is it something that instructors can implement in person? Um, how, do you, how do you see this kind of evolving as we move forward? Yeah, I think as each week unfolds, so my vision keeps expanding for how this will get used. I think as instructors and centers, we can continue to offer virtual lessons mm -hmm. even after we resume regular lessons as a way to supplement what we're currently doing um, and gives us other tools of ways to teach our participants uh, that can expand beyond the arena. Mm -hmm. And I will definitely keep this going. We've put a lot of work into it, and I think it will be a resource that can be used for many years to come in a variety of different ways. We've been brainstorming of how a lot of it can be summer camp curriculum or that we can offer to our students that are in a competitive uh, area, such as Special mm -hmm. Olympics, so that we can help them advance their skills even mm -hmm. further as well. <clears throat> yeah, that's that's awesome. It's It really... Um, 
you know, having worked at a premier credit center that was really busy, you know, running out of time to go mm -hmm. in person to places yeah. or serve those large groups. And you, you've really kind of found the solution to that of more time efficient and more staff efficient. And um, it's kind of cool to see how it can maybe be applied in the future after all. Yeah, I'm, again, everything changes week to week. And so I'm really excited to see what it will be. Um, I think we all have our kind of long-term visions of what the future is going to look like. And there's some big dreams that I think the co-op has for how this will be used. So That's I'm really looking cool. forward to making those dreams a reality and yeah. we can keep using this product. So are there a couple like activities or um, lessons that are in there that pop kind of come to the pop top of your brain of like some of your favorites that have come up so far? Yeah, one that I've worked on the last couple days is probably the freshest in my mind is an activity all about wild Mustangs. Oh, and it fun. incorporates different horsemanship skills with just kind of a different focus on it being about Mustangs. And mm -hmm. so it's in a slideshow format, but then triggers choices and discussions to have between an instructor and the participant, where they get to choose the color of a horse. So that opens up a chance to talk about the different colors that they might like or want mm -hmm. to have and then steps to training their horse to prepare for the extreme mustang makeover um, oh, so they get to make choices on what tricks they want them to learn what they want their freestyle to look like um, how to keep our horse healthy and look like they're in shape and well conditioned so it expands into the wider range of all horsemanship things while being focused on a specific topic so it allows you to work off of your students interests and then still learn about the global area of horsemanship. That's awesome. That's really, really cool. Well, um, I want to thank you so much for joining in um, for this interview. For and, and it's been really fun to see your project grow and develop and um, you know, jumping on as many things as I can um, in that group. But I really, really encourage any instructors or centers out there to uh, you know, check out your website, check out the, the online um, platform that you have, jump in the Facebook group and start collaborating. And um, I'll put the information of how to access the co-op website in the Facebook group and contact you um, in, in this video and on the screen here, as well as in comments, wherever this is posted. But do you want to share one more time um, how people can get involved and where to find you? Yes, um, the easiest way is at virtualeducationcoop.com. Um, you can also find our Facebook group, which is Virtual Education Co-op. It's a closed group, so you just have to request uh, access and I'll get you there. And you can also email me at stephanie at virtualeducationcoop.com. Awesome, sounds good. Well, thank you so much. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day over in thank Florida you. and stay safe and we'll, uh, I guess not see you in person, but we'll, we'll see you around and hopefully, virtual hopefully stuff. Soon. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Sabra. I appreciate all of your support. Yeah, no problem. Thanks.